Welcome back to New Rockstars, and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is a movie of many rings. The rings Kang made outside of his base of operations, and the boxing ring he made inside of his base of operations when he stomped on Scott Lang's face repeatedly. Ooh. It was great, but also quite sad. But what if I told you that the most important rings of all is the movie's connection to the Ten Rings from Shang-Chi? This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy tiles that we love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the quantum to my mania. It's Jessica Clemens. What's going on, Jessica? Oh, that was sweet. That was cute. Thank you. <laughs> that was cute. No problem. I'm the cutest man in the world. Just kidding. And it's the only person who I drink mysterious alien goo with on a Saturday night. It's Whitney Van Lanningham. What's going on, Whitney? Oh, hell yeah, baby. Let's play <laughs> Ooze Pong next time. Yes. Let's destroy everyone at Ooze Pong. We need some Ooze Pong. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so much fun. We do it. Just... For those of you who uh, may not have seen on Twitter, the last time MT was in town, he and I dominated and crushed yes. everyone in so the office at ping pong amazing. or ping pong beer pong and it was incredible and i think that we should make yo whitney sunk the winning shot and it was something out of a movie i couldn't <laughs> it was amazing i was like wow this is incredible it was so fun we're all drunk off of white claw and just kidding right, and, uh, <laughs> and we picked him up from the quantum realm ourselves our lovely friend dj woodridge what's going on my friend Thank you for saving me from the quantum realm. I no needed problem. to get out. Kang, You're welcome. Kang was like, yo, this book that DJ wrote is amazing. I need to keep yeah. him here. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Please tell everyone about your Hellbent comic, DJ, because it's Oh, my goodness. Good. Please and thank you. Yes, go over to hellbentcomicbook.com. Uh, there's probably a link mm. in the description. Or you could just go to hellbentcomicbook.com. Or you could go to Kickstarter. That's where the book is. And type in Hellbent 3. And you, that should take you to the third and final volume of my comic series, Hellbent. It's a supernatural thriller in the vein of, like, if you're a fan of something that's killing the children or Preacher or Sandman, Hellbent is the comic for you and if you're new to hellbent i know i've been on the show before talking about it and i know your lovely fans have supported it and i thank them so much but if you have not supported it so far fear not you can get all three volumes in one go i think that's 136 pages of story beginning middle and end the whole shebang one go uh please go over there we just uh hit our second stretch goal we're working on our third uh, which is um, some nice uh, updated cover stock. Uh, trying to, we're at the point now. We're trying to Ooh, make this comic as good, get you as good a product as possible. I know I've got volumes yes. one and two over here. Uh, I know you can't feel Ooh. it because you're in internet land, but if you could feel this cover, ooh, baby. Oh, it feels, I, can, I can see like the way it shines in the yeah. light, and I kind of do want to touch is, it so yeah, much. Yeah, it feels so nice, <laughs> and we're just trying to get that nice, sexy cover stock for volume three as well. Oh, yeah, I'm so, a ooh. slut for good cover stock, baby. Let's oh, go. yeah, so go over to hellbentcomicbook.com. <laughs> And go support Ooh. it, please, and thank you. Yes, please. Hellbentcomicbook.com, everybody. Thank you, DJ. Hell yeah, Hellbent. Let's go. I love I love dope comic books. I love yes. comic books made um, by really fun people. So it's going to be a good cool one. it's cool that we're like friends with someone who made mm -hmm. a comic. Right? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I usually have to go to a con to meet a comic book creator. And here they are coming to me. So thank it's you, cool. DJ. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. But yeah, this leads us to our first topic of the day. I believe that it is possible that Kang stole the Ten Rings from a multiversal Wenwu. 
Um, and here's why I think this, because we all know that Kang is a multiversal conqueror who has fought and killed Avengers before. Like he said, like, yeah, I've done the whole Avengers fighting thing, you know, and whatever, I killed them all. It, it was no big deal. I just do this. It's, it's my Tuesday. Um, but then when all the Avengers die, then who else is going to defend the planet? But one of the oldest people on the planet, Wenwu, the warrior who, you know, would eventually face Kang and lose, even though he has this amazing alien ring technology, he, he's not from the future. He's, he's from the distant past. And uh, he's doing some past things um, that Kang has probably seen before on his DVDs. And I believe that Kang stole his ring's technology to make a new power source to traverse the multiverse. Because as we saw um, in um, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, when uh, Shang-Chi does that weird Kamehameha wave thingy, it's the ring spin around sort of like that machine that we saw in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So I think that there's a chance here that uh, we could have seen Kang fight a Wenwu, win, a win from Wenwu, um, and then um, take the rings from Wenwu and, um, yeah, and use the rings to power his machine. What do you guys think about this? When would he have done this? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good pun. And like that, that was Me a good too. one. I, that's not even a real question I have. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> when would I he think, have done this? But I do think a compelling aspect of that question, Whitney, is I am kind of bombed that as of yet, they haven't really taken advantage of the time travel aspect of Kang in the sense that, like, there's yeah. a point, I don't know about you all, when I was sitting in Ant-Man, I was like, how did he end up in the quantum realm? And I thought, it'd be so cool if it's actually post-Kang Dynasty. Like, the events of Kang Dynasty end up sending him back into the quantum realm, and so it's a functionally a time loop. And then they did. It's like, oh, no, the other king's in. Oh. I'm like, all right. Um, but it would be interesting if perhaps if if we stick with this theory that he got the rings, that perhaps if there we get a Shang-Chi 2 prior to King Dynasty, if that leads into him getting it. Be in, listen, in, theoretically, it'd be interesting. In, in actuality, I don't know that the MCU does the best with some of these bigger cosmic stuff, like, like uh, dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. So I don't know that it would work. But in theory, <laughs> it'd be cool if something happened in a later movie in the future that informs stuff Kang did in the past. You know what I mean? Mm. That would be cool. Yeah. That, re that, re that would be really dope and very satisfying. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that could potentially happen because like we're dealing with a lot of weird time travel stuff. We're in, the, we're in the era of time travel in the multiverse. And like I feel like the MCU could set up stuff in the past that could pay off in the future in yeah. some weird like time thing. I, I, I'm i a big fan of, um, I don't know if you guys watch Doctor Who. You guys watch oh, Doctor yeah. Who? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I get the whole river song aspect. I sadly don't, but my brother is obsessed with it. No. And so I know most things about it, but yes. I, I haven't gotten into it. And at this point, I'm like, there's so much. Where would I start? Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I think a great place, anytime there's a new doctor, great time to start. I uh, okay. suggest to people the 11th hour, which was the Matt Smith's first one. It's such a good like, hey, here's oh. basically it's everything you need to know in one episode. Yes. And it's just a great. Yeah. Uh, intro into the whole thing. Matt Smith is the best, but the eighth is my favorite. The eighth will eighth always be good. my favorite doctor, but the I love doctor? Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. why. I think it's because that's where I started when I was young and I was sexually attracted to him. Um, but Matt Smith <laughs> was a really good. That was I, honestly probably my favorite version of Doctor Who is just eight was where I started. Yeah, and I like Capaldi yeah, a lot because I love me an old cranky yes. doctor. Yes. But, yes. Uh, oh my god. Yes, Matt Smith yes, was my yes, favorite yeah. doctor no, no, and no, then no, Capaldi no. came and like yeah. freaking stole my like my entire soul. Like you are 
the doctor. But yeah, that's kind of what made me think about this is Moffat loved doing that, like seating, like uh, the whole river song, like their first meeting is actually their yes. last meeting, that stuff. I yeah. love doing, like, I love stuff like that. And I, and I feel like, you know, uh, uh, like we saw a piece of that um, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with the Abolus. Because we we saw when we first meet the, the tentacle monster in Guardians 2, it has a cut on its neck. And I think he's going to get that cut in Guardians 3 and some time travel shenanigans. But I'm putting a rogue theory inside of another rogue theory. Oh, um, that but... is a double rogue theory. <laughs> it's a nesting doll of rogue theories. <laughs> I'm honestly, that's that's honestly a video I'm going to be working on sometime in the future. Um, yeah. But yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like the MCU has that type of mindset. I, and I would love to see um, some some like weird time thing where like it, it set up something in the past in the, in the events of the movie, but like yeah, it, I, I would love stuff like that. But yeah, no. What do, what do you ladies think about this theory of um the Wenru's rings being adapted into this technology? I really like it. I guess my problem with it, which is not a problem, it's that which could potentially be true after seeing Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania. I guess I'm like, why would Kang the Conqueror come to a different timeline and destroy this human? Because <laughs> Wen Wu is just like a basic guy without the Ten Rings. So it's like, why mm. show up to this planet Earth when you have access to every timeline, every universe, every planet? <laughs> Take the rings from this guy. This is true. <laughs> Beat up this poor man just for his <laughs> items. <laughs> Seems kind of crazy. <laughs> Listen, that was Thanos' whole bag. He just went planet to planet and beat up people for their gems. But he needed the rings to do the actual act where when mm -hmm. where Kang doesn't need these rings to do anything <laughs> unless he was originally the person that created the rings and they got lost and went to Wenwu, then that makes sense. He's getting them back. But I'm like, I feel like you could get the equivalent of these rings somewhere else on a different planet. <laughs> but I, I get, but I, I it's, I, I think it is. I think you're true. I just I'm wondering why when will keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. You're like, I like this question. It's a very good question. And I and I think this um, harkens back to I was actually reading um, Kang's origin comic. I forget which comic it was. And um, he it basically was like, yeah, Kang really was obsessed with like he, he was bored with living in this futuristic society. And he was obsessed with like looking at the figures of the past. And I think that um, one of those past figures that he could have been obsessed with um, meeting is um, Wenwu. Like this dude has been like a major figure in um, a human history for such a long time. Um, and there's probably even timelines where like he lived, um, he didn't die at the event of Shang-Chi and like he just lived for a very long time. And like, maybe like he's just a very old person. Um, but yeah, I think that maybe Shang-Chi is like, hey, this is um, this iconic figure. He has these iconic 10 rings. And like maybe these 10 rings can be used to um, amp up my technology. Cause he's all about like, learning more about um upping his technology game as we learned from um when he met all the kings and they, they learned from each other so i don't know i feel like it could happen but i could it is weird to be like yeah i'm from the future let's go to this old get this old ass technology uh from this old man or just yeah um, let's this beat guy. up this old man let's jump this old man <laughs> just, for his, well, his rings okay here. but like here's here's how that could happen right yeah. he could have a similar thing that happened in Quantumania where maybe he came to Earth and he got stuck or something or like he was stuck somewhere and he needs the Ten Rings to fuel something to get back home. And mm. like that's the closest technology to what he Ooh, needs for that's his a return. I like that. I really like that. Because you know? like Kang does get stranded from time to time. Like Mr. Griffin is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. um, the Mr. Griffin variant of Kang. He's like, I'm stuck here. Might as well become a businessman. And um, mess yeah, with people's lives. 
um, <laughs> to try to get out. And so, yeah, I can see him like being stuck at some point during Wenwu's reign and just being like, you know what? I'll take those because that's the highest piece of technology I could find right now. Mm. Yeah, because um, <laughs> even if it, yeah, like even if it's technically like like shittier, older technology than what he's used to, it could be like the closest thing to what he needs, yes. and then that's why he's getting them. That's yes. that's how that could work. I, I, I think that, that could work. That could work. <laughs> I like that. That could work. I'm giving you like a, a bonus rogus um, for yeah. me. Um, yeah, from my imaginary pocket go. in my sweater, my Quantumania <laughs> sweater that has no pockets um, um, here. It has a big pocket underneath. So yeah, I guess we can just vote on this. Like, what do you guys think of this theory um, of um, Kang potentially stealing um, these rings from Wenwu at some point in human history and just adapting them and, and carving these weird symbols on them and just saying, yeah, this is mine. It wasn't Wenwu, this is mine. Totally my technology. I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm giving this a rogus because Marvel villains love jewelry, baby. Yes. They all love it. Thanos and his little gems, the Ten Rings, Kang could be into the bracelet aspect of them. <laughs> let's let's just, yeah, let's just give the villains their jewelry. We're going to have jewelry forever. Like, we, we got the quantum bands. Uh, we got, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all jewelry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to see, I would love if they said that, like, all this jewelry belonged to one person. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. my freaking, I was dripped out at all times. Like, yeah, yeah. The Beyonder comes out, I was like, oh, it's my stuff. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, DJ? Do you think this theory is rogus, bogus, or ogus? I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I feel, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but no, no, I do, no. I do. Speak the truth. I'm going to say, I'm going to say bogus just because for this theory okay. to work, it would require them to already know the origin of the rings, and I don't think. I, I got the strong impression Shang-Chi was like, well, we're just going to kick this can down the road until we can figure out where these rings came from. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it would, yeah, it would just require a little bit of uh, a future planning that is not, which is not the uh, the impression I've gotten from the most recent movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No, that's fair. All right. So one rogus, one, yeah. one bogus. What, what do you think, Jessica? Um, I think I, I'm in the middle. I think it's an ogus because I think... I had a I Damn, had one theory each. where I also said that the rings came from Kang, but I said that Kang mm. created the rings, and that's why he's getting them back. Yeah. And not we said, to be you a said the rings person. came from Kang. Yeah, so I think he's the dragon yours. people that were on the planet in the or in the comics oh, on the right, ship that right, crashed. Right. He got sucked out. The rings stayed on his ship, and they were able to take it. Um, I think there is a Kang that did it. I think there is a Kang that's dumb enough to have done that. Um, <laughs> dumb I, Kang. Can you imagine being the dumbest of all the Kangs? Well, everyone's so Brandon, sad. everyone in the break room thinks this is the dumb Kang. This is Kang the Conqueror is the dumb Kang. Um, he makes, it's too easy for him to get trapped and do everything. Oh yeah, I remember Brandon called him Simple Kang to me once yeah. and I thought that was great. Everyone in the break room so thinks funny. this is the dumb one. The, the one in Quantumania is yeah, the, the dumb one? <laughs> yeah, I, I, buy, I buy that. Uh, I buy that because because he's like, mm, I have amazing technology that I can move people with my mind, but I'm not going to use it in the final fight. I'm only going to use it on teenagers. Not today. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm just going with Ogus. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I will collect all of these, like, Thanos and the Infinity Stones. I will collect each one. A, a Rogus, a Bogus, and an Ogus. Now I snap my fingers, and the depression remains. Just kidding. All right. Um, but now, it is... Uh, <laughs> so thank you, guys. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> It'd be like that. Um, but thank you, guys. I love, I love all these answers. But up next, Jess has an amazing rogue theory about Quantumania um, that I cannot wait to hear. But first... Um, be sure to check out NerdRiot.shop where you can always grab the latest and greatest in Rockstar's gear. Right now, our Quantumania-inspired merch is 15% off through the end of the month. That's right, we threw some pin particles at that merch and shrunk the price. They didn't think it could be done, but we uh, we got the science and we made it happen. So grab it before it's lost in the quantum realm forever. Also, our brand new Mandalorian-inspired merch is dropping on the channel this week, like a chunk of Beskar into the Armorer's Forge. And we're bringing back a shout-outs for our Mandalorian gear. So when you pick up a piece of Mandalorian-inspired merch, you unlock the opportunity to get a custom shout-out that will appear on WikiLeaks, our Mandalorian after show. So support the channel and check out all of our great merch options over at Nerd Riot. Dot shop. And guys, um, if you have always wanted to submit one of your rogue theories, we're going to try something new here on the show. I am going to be your rogue theory lawyer. If you use the hashtag rogue theory oh. and you you uh, oh, submit that's your theory, so cool. I will act as your lawyer and defend your theory before our magnificent panel of judges. Oh, I um, love that. And you guys will vote on their theory and I will try my darndest to, uh, to, to back them up. So, yes, use the hashtag Rogue okay. Theory on Twitter. That is so cool because people DM me theories all the time. Yes. And I'm always like, <laughs> I can't say your theory because then I'd be stealing your theory, so I'm not exactly. going to say it. But this is, like, the perfect way to get to, like, say all the cool theories that people message us. Oh, I feel like we yeah. get so many cool this. theories. So I feel like we're a great place to talk about them. Dude, hell yeah, this is great. Tweet your theories using the hashtag Rogue Theory. Um, you could tweet them at New Rock Shows as well. And um, yeah, it'll be fun to get you guys uh, get you guys theories on the show. But anyway, this leads us to our second topic for today, which the lovely Jessica Clemens will take over right now. Take it away, Jessica. Uh, thank you for the segue. Um, mine is very brainy, and I didn't write it down, so we're gonna have to walk it through it. Uh, <laughs> yes. have to walk through That's exactly science. what I like to hear, baby. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> so essentially, I think or a lot of people think that Kang the Conqueror isn't dead after Quantum Mania. He got sucked into the Energy Core, but we don't know what happened within or outside. Well, we know what happened outside the Energy Core, but we don't know what happened within the Energy Core. And I think because time doesn't matter, logic doesn't matter, nothing matters when it comes to time, place, what space, whatever in the MCU now. Uh, I think that once Kang the Conqueror went into the Energy Core, he is going to stay there for God knows how long because it's outside of time and space and create Immortus's limbo. And I think he's going to become limbo. And he was sent to the quantum realm by Immortus, who is going to be the head of the Kang Council, just so he can make sure that all of these things happen to a T, step by step, for him to become his ultimate self. So when we see Immortus at the end, post-credit scene, that's going to be our, like, that's our ultimate Immortus. But he had to get Kang the Conqueror, his younger self, to go into the energy core and become limbo mm. in the energy core. Once you're in, I, I believe this only because I'm like, once you're, this happened before in the comics with, uh, the Pharaoh Ramatut. Once he went into limbo, he saw every outcome to every uh, variant version of himself, and he took the one that he wanted to become. So once he got out of the energy core, he became, I think, the Scarlet Centurion, or he might have become Immortus himself. Mm. But 
he was able to see every possible outcome. So once he was sent Kang the Conqueror into the energy core, he's going to create Limbo himself and he's going to be able to see every one of his variant outcomes and become the full ultimate Immortus, which we see at the post credit scene. Interesting. That is, is so my like, theory. Immortus is Ooh. the is the one with the snake the snake voice yes, at the end? The, okay. Yes. Yeah, with the, the big hat he and had the snake like, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, purple hat, snake voice. Snake voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple hat, snake voice. Purple hat, snake voice, Kang. I wish snake I knew voice, him Not to be confused with Lizard King, uh, but snake voice, Kang. Not to be confused. I know, they seem the same. Two very different characters. Yeah, I believe, I, I really want to believe that Limbo exists within the quantum realm and a different version in the quantum realm since it's outside of space and time. So why couldn't it be the inside of the energy core itself uh, and that always right. existing within the quantum realm and only Kang can enter it? I really like this idea of Kang creating um, Limbo or like, you know, Scott creating Limbo with his weird actions um, and, and Kang taking it over and like slowly becoming Immortus because like it'd be, I, I, I like a good origin story a secret origin story. It's like, oh, I, that was secretly me. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm now I'm in charge. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this idea a lot. Thank you. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, so what if Kang is like a little piece of pepperoni mm-hmm. there and then go. the core is a hot pocket mm-hmm. and then the hot <laughs> pocket is wrapped in the cheese, which is the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. And then you can put it on a sandwich and that's our reality. Boom. I'm hungry. That's how I'm choosing to Once you got Kang. to the cheese part, I got very confused. <laughs> it was a hot pocket rolled in cheese. Outside is cold and the inside's real hot and then real yeah, hot, yeah, yeah, so hot yeah. so spicy yeah. i think there's an analogy for the quantum realm that is definitely a hot pocket it works because <laughs> if you put like a hot pocket in a hot pocket if you put a hot pocket in a calzone yeah. that would be hot pocket in a calzone that's way better than what i said <laughs> yes yes jess this is yeah. why i f- need you because you are so goddamn smart <laughs> yes I, I feed everyone's munchie theories we gotta we gotta get my yeah. Pena back in here's luis and he can crack the hot pocket metaphor for yes Limbo Kang. oh he could crack he it better it. than any of he us he can connect hot pockets to uh quantum science he, it can be done as a component of this theory is that the kang from this move this is not the last we've seen of this kang which feels like it's supposed to be Kang Prime, technically, right? This is supposed to be everyone else has a different, like, Immortus, he who remains, whatever. This is the Kang of Kangs, no? Like, I think, well, I think Immortus is going to be the Kang of Kangs. The Kang of Kangs. Um, kind of only because there's so many that we saw. Once you saw that post credit scene and they only focused on three, I was like, okay, yeah. how many can they get through between now and Kang Dynasty? And so I think they're just going to stick with those three as being the, like, leader of the actual kangs and we're never going to get higher than that so- the three kangs make out a tear <laughs> creates a tear in space time yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then the veil opens up we yeah. go into miss marvel <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 there it is it all connects baby it all connects the veil only opens once the kangs have sex with each other hear me out yeah. uh it makes oh, yeah. sense <laughs> yeah I, yeah that that definitely happened at one point let's be real he's a narcissist mm-hmm. uh but anyway yeah, there's no way uh, there wasn't a kang bang uh, somewhere oh, total, along the total line. kang bang mm-hmm. um, total they kang absolutely bang. hooked up with each other i do it if there was many Whitney's throughout time, I would fuck every version of myself. I'd be like, Alligator Whitney, yes. Lizard Whitney, yes. <laughs> Lizard Whitney, absolutely. Snake voice absolutely, Whitney, you're I don't first. know. <laughs> Snake voice purple hat Whitney, uh, nah. Baskin Robbins Whitney, uh, One. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Free ice cream? Yo, if 
Wait. If that was a Baskin Robbins version of myself, I would do whatever it takes to get Absolutely. free ice cream. Absolutely. <laughs> I can really like hardcore identify with Ant-Man because my very first job ever was at Haagen-Dazs at oh, the mall no. and oh. I got fired because I gave out too many free samples. I was not aware that there was a there's limit. A, there's always <laughs> a limit on samples. There's apparently a limit of free samples and it was my best friend's 18th birthday so I gave her 18 free yeah, samples. Yeah, you just gave her oh, <laughs> They were like, Whitney, you gotta go. It's like, you (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Scott Lang and I both have this in common that we got fired from an ice cream place. You made it sound like you were just giving samples to too many individual people. Right? It's like my one friend. But I also did that for like children. Because like if kids were like, can I try this one? I'd give them like seven. Because I'm not going to turn down like a cute little kid who just wants ice cream. So yeah, they they were like, Whitney, this is the final straw. You've been giving out too many free samples and eight. Mr. Haagen-Dazs came down himself. He's like, what the f*** are you doing? What are you doing? And and of course, I think what we're we're discussing here is that it's like Kang and Limbo got all of the free samples and then he became Immortus. Is what we're saying. Yes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's how he becomes exactly. immortal. Here's my problem with that theory. That tells me that we're going to build to the Avengers fighting Snake Voice Kang. And I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend any more time with Snake Voice Kang than we have to. <laughs> I, it, it, we were like, I don't, I don't, genuinely, I don't think I want to spend time with any of them except for Rama Tut. But yeah. they, I don't like that. He had the most, not only did he have the most lines, he was the one that started the line that was like, they're coming to us. We have to defeat them first. So yeah. it's like, and he stood in the front in the triangle. So yeah. I was like, damn, Amortis is the leader of yeah. the council. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, Kang got sucked into the quantum, sucked into the core. Okay, okay. And then they showed all the Kangs, and I was like, mm, boo, no thanks. <laughs> No, thank you. Maybe <laughs> Kang was a mistake. I'm sorry, everybody. But let's 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 roll roll back on Kang a little bit. I I like this idea of this um very raspy voice Kang being the leader because like the the sound system of that place must be really great because like he's just be like, hey, hello everyone, it's time to what? It's time to <laughs> what are you saying? It's time to get the attack. We can't hear you, bro. Like yeah. I don't know how this is going. That's the plus side. He'll probably talk the the least during the actual movie. Okay, hold on, hold on. How about this? How about this? How about this? Okay, we get uh, oh, Kang Dynasty opens up, and Mortis walks in, and then suddenly he like it's like he's choking on something, and then Kang Prime claws his way out of a Mortis, like pulls like he's been hiding inside a Mortis, <laughs> like like out of his mouth, just pulls him out. It's like ha, it was me the whole time, ha ha. I was in your throat. Yeah, it was normal voice. I'm normal voiced Kang. Yeah, that's the reason your voice was so raspy. I was hiding in there. I was stuck in your throat, and now you can. Now I can talk normal. Now I can talk normally. Y'all are being so mean to Jonathan Majors. He he, he worked so hard to do that stupid voice. I like. I I, I personally like the voice a lot. Um, And I think it's supposed to harken back to. There was one time in the um, in the Marvel comics where um, Mortis pretended to be this. person called the whisperer mm-hmm. um and i think that's probably what he probably took ins- inspiration from mm-hmm. this whisperer um persona of immortus 
So I don't know. That's just a weird thought that I had. Yeah. Okay, if if the Whisper Kang doesn't cover the Whisper song by the Ying Yang Twins, <laughs> I will riot. I he will better. riot. He better. Every time they uh, arrive at, uh, at a new universe and yeah. they fight the Avengers, like, how you doing, no Avengers? Hey, no, <laughs> none of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's put on this theory. Um, I like this theory a lot of, of Kang eventually becoming Immortus. What do you guys think? Do you guys think it's Rogus, Bogus, or Ogus? I think that I'm going to give this an Ogus because like, I think that it could be possible and I like it a lot, but um, I think that Kang hates Immortus so much, um, especially in the comics. And like, he's so vengeful at these kinds of Kangs that I don't, I don't think that he'd become the man that he hates. Um, but all? I think that it'd be really fun. Don't we this all? is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. We all become different people. So does Iron Lad, technically. So it's like, mm. yeah. So does Sorry, Iron baby. Lad. That's Perfect also point. what I was thinking. Amazing about, point. You know what? You got me. No, I'm no, no. It from keep Ogus it. No, keep it. No, no, no. You know, no. That, that was keep a great point. Ogus. I like it. Keep it. Okay, I'll Ogus. keep it. Ogus. That's one Ogus. Got uh, it. We stick to our guns after they draw. <laughs> What do you think, DJ? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to go with an Ogus as well because I like it. I like it. It'd be cool. But again, like the similar theory, it requires a, a, amount of level, a level of planning ahead that I'm not convinced is happening. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep wait, wait, wait. it. I'm going to keep it as Ogus. That's okay. the most yeah. humble thing for the MCU to hear. To be honest, yeah. uh, if Gavi <laughs> was watching this podcast, yeah. that would probably be like, "Damn, that man's right." Yeah, that <laughs> would like, that would that hit him right. like where? Yeah, because right. well, it's like it's like uh, Kang and He Who Remains have the same goal. It's the same, but they're not the same mm-hmm. person. Anyway, whatever. I just I listen. I had issues. I had yeah. issues with Quantumania. <laughs> I had issues with the movie. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did. You did. They showed that Janet had pin particles the whole time. Why didn't she just escape? Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think the. I don't think the internal logic of that movie holds up. Sorry. Anyway, Whitney, what were your thoughts? Ogus, Ogus, or Ogus? I'm voting it Rogus because I too can relate to hating the man I've become. (laughs) And I think that that's just entirely possible. And I was also going to say the Iron Lad thing too, because like that guy (laughs) became the king, you know? So I I totally think this is possible. I'm I'm, I'm Rogusing it. (laughs) I like how you said I hate the man I've become. You're the most beautiful man I've ever seen, Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But now I like this. All right. uh, First of all, um, great theories, great voting, everybody. Um, I like this theory a lot, Jessica. You are very rogue. You are the rogue queen, and you, like I said, you are the quantum to my mania. So that's why, because you are, you you be rogueous all day. Uh, but now it's time for our rogue question. Are you guys ready for this one? Because the world was shocked, shocked to learn recently that there are plans for an I Am Legend sequel more than 15 years after that film's original release. For today's rogue question, what long forgotten film would you like to see finally get its sequel? You know what? Mine's really dumb. And it's only because I was thinking about this movie recently because I really like this movie. Um, did, have you seen Once Bitten? the Jim Carrey vampire movie that came out in the 80s. It's a very fun movie where he's a virgin and he gets taken by a vampire lady because she needs only virgin males and it's him and his girlfriend's race to have sex before. (laughs) 
so they don't get taken. <laughs> and, but it's very funny. It's very comical. And I just want to see it done today. Mm-hmm. And the sequel, if she survived and she's been doing this for centuries, get another one. Keep killing these yeah. boys. <laughs> Go crazy. <laughs> so I want that. Go watch the movie. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that movie because I only watch movies I can relate to. And uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't relate sorry, to virgins. My <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> just, ki- just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, no. no I, I, never mind. All right, here we go. Oh, uh, what do you guys stop. What do you guys got? Uh, okay, I want to see a sequel to the 90s rom-com Bedazzled starring Elizabeth Hurley and Brendan Fraser where Brendan Fraser sells his soul to the devil who is Elizabeth Hurley (laughs) and gets himself into shenanigans. We're we're in the middle of the Brendan-sans, baby. Brendan Fraser's coming back and I think that this would be a perfect sequel. I want to see it. I want to see him sell his soul to Satan again. (laughs) I think it'd be great. (laughs) Everyone loves a good Brendan Fraser with the soul of the demon. Care. Love I don't it. care what he do. He could play. Uh, I was about to say he could play Indiana Jones, but I was like, wait, okay. I really like Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. What yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, Whitney. How about this? How about this? How about this? It's a sequel to Bedazzled, but it's actually following Brendan Fraser in real life, and that's how he's getting his renaissance. Yeah. He sells his soul to. The, he's no longer. That's how he's getting yeah. his, his renaissance yeah. is because he sold his soul to the devil, <laughs> yeah, and, then, and now he's in everything. And then, and then the devil still <laughs> yes. looks like Elizabeth Hurley because the devil saw the movie and was like, oh, yes, why not? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah sure, sure yeah. why not? Of course, why, why wouldn't I if that was an option, of course. Why wouldn't I if that's an option? If it's an option to look like Liz Hurley. Well, why not? You know what? I like all of these ideas. So um, prior to the, us going on air, somebody mentioned Rocketeer. Great choice. Great choice. But, um, yeah, great choice. Yeah. But that, but that dislodged from my brain. I would like to see a sequel to uh, The Phantom. Billy Zane starring the Phantom. Oh. Uh, I love that movie oh, as a kid. That's a good one. Let's do it. Yes. I would yes. love it. And, and also, it lends itself because it's supposed to be like a generational oh. thing. Like Billy Zane could be training the next yes. the Phantom to save in the more. Yes. I think that movie was set in the 30s. So you could set this one in like, uh, what, 60s, 70s, something like that. That would be my choice. Like Let's do it. I'm going to give you the rogue question trophy of the day because that is a very original. I, li- I like that one, the Phantom. Um, so I- I'm going to give you the rogue trophy. Um, you can only get Phantom, Phantom Stars, and I don't have a Stars subscription. Boo! Bring it to every streaming platform. Stars is, I think, also like um, Party Down is coming back to Stars. And I was like, man, am I going to have to get Stars yes. to watch Party Down? I love Party Down. Dude, <laughs> I can't believe that I have to get Stars, stars to watch freaking Party Down. I love that show. Mad. Party down in the Phantom. Party down, party down, down the in the Phantom. Phantom. Here I come, That's baby. Say, like, I'm canceling the Phantom. <laughs> Subscribe to Stars. We have Party Down and in the, the Phantom. Phantom. <laughs> and then like all That's their entire money. advertisement pitch. All the A24 <laughs> movies are like on Showtime or something. I was like, I don't want to. I don't have to get another. What? Thing. I'm not getting those. There's nothing else on those channels I watch. <laughs> Man, but yo, know, if I was gonna answer this question, I would probably do uh, Matilda too. Because I just want to see what the ramifications of having this little girl with powers are to the world. Wasn't there a Matilda 2? Is there a Matilda 2? Matilda? Wait, I'm thinking of... Matilda? That's the girl that has the power to make 
things levitate, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she like yeah. reads books really good, and then she's like, I could remove things from my mind, and my dad, and then my dad's just gonna sell bad cars, and that's Matilda, and I'm chased by my principal. Anyway, uh, but anyway, that's and I'm it. Ch- I'm chased by my principal. <laughs> I was thinking of the French, the little French girl that walks in twos. She has a little yellow Madeline? coat. Madeline? Madeline? Yeah, I was thinking of Madeline. Yeah, there, there is a Madeline, too. Yeah, You're right. You. There is. That is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks to our amazing guests, Jessica Clemens, Whitney Van Lenningham, and DJ Wildridge. Support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Head on over to HellbentComic.com. Was that right? Yeah, HellbentComicBook.com. Yes. HellbentComicBook.com to check out the Hellbent comic written by this amazing man you can buy all three all three volumes over at um that website so check that out um right now follow me at mastertainment follow new rockstars on all social platforms and be sure to subscribe to our channel here on youtube and also subscribe to the deep dive which is our amazing new channel as well see you guys next time we love you guys so much be safe and bye bye bye